You're listening to the Michael Adams Podcast. What's happening, everybody? This is Michael Adams from MichaelAdamsMedia.com. How are you all doing today? All right, today on the show, there's a couple of things I want to talk about. Uh, you know, I, I through my life, I, I don't know how many of you people have ever, you know, suffered through depression and stuff like that, but I, for one, have always had issues with depression and stuff like that. Now, I'm not going to talk about it in a... a understanding level of like, uh, you know, how a doctor or someone, uh, would talk about it because I'm not a doctor. Only thing I can tell is stuff that is stuff that's somewhat about like how I've coped with it in my life and stuff like that and stuff that helps me. Uh, that's not going to be all that I'm going to be talking about. I'm going to be talking about some other things and I'm going to, I believe that they're going to correlate with each other and, uh, actually helping you find, you know, your true passions in life and stuff like that. So anyway, I'll go ahead and give a little bit of a story about me and how in my life I struggled with uh, depression. Uh, Throughout most of my life, I had uh, always envisioned myself doing something. Uh, I tend to somewhat believe that my depression was always caused from the feeling or need to to be accepted or to be part of something. Uh, if, if you've heard anything about my story throughout my life, I, I, I've talked in, you know, a couple of, uh, podcasts and stuff about my early upbringing and stuff like that, where I really didn't feel like I fit, fit in with, you know, my school, school classmates and stuff like that. Uh, I, I seem to hide most of these feelings and most of the things that was going on in my head. And I believe that many of people do suffer through issues like, uh, especially at a young age growing up, you start to sit there and think stuff and you sort of hide it and keep it all to yourself and you don't really share that with anyone. And, and, and I think that's part of one thing that, you know, led to my, uh, my issues of, uh, having depression. Uh, but you know, I learned to sort of manage my feelings and I, I assumed that, you know, everybody was going through these issues of, uh, feeling depressed where you go, you know, one minute you're okay. And then the next minute, everything in life sucks. And I had really bad times in my life where I felt, you know, awful about my existence of life and stuff like that. Uh, I remember one time, uh, as I was getting older, I just got in trouble. It was right after I got in trouble with all my issues and stuff growing up and stuff like that. Um, I was out there working at a crummy fast food job and I hated every second of it. But, uh, the one thing that drove me, uh, when I worked was that I would strive to be the best one in the place. And, uh, even though the money didn't matter to me because obviously it paid crap, I would still try my best to be the best I could be. But I would find myself that none of this mattered. I mean, you know, many a times there would be times in my life where I'm working at this place and everybody talks about how great I am. But the only thing that ever rewarded me, the only thing that I ever got rewarded at these places for was more work. But anyway, one night I remember walking home and uh, this was the beginning of uh, a, a big change in my life that went down. Uh, and 
one one thing where it's going to correlate with something else other than just depression. It's more about you know, uh, it's going to correlate with things happen for a reason. Uh, I don't know if you believe that you know things in your life happens for a reason, and maybe some self help people uh, disapprove of my understanding. But in my belief that I have seen constantly stuff that happens and it happens for a reason. Uh, I, I strongly believe in somewhat predetermination. Uh, I know that's very disappointing to people that's in self-help and stuff because they believe, you know, we believe that we have control over everything and uh, we're supposed to teach people that you need to take control of your life. And I 100% believe that. But then again, I also sometimes believe that in life, some things just are not meant to be. But anyway, I remember that one night we was uh, I was working at a fast food uh, and it was pouring the rain and uh, we had just closed down the store, cleaned it up and everything. And uh, well, anyway, when I, I was always this guy, I didn't want to ask for anybody's help. And uh, so I simply, you know, we was all getting ready to leave and go home and stuff like that. And I didn't have a vehicle or nothing. I had to walk, you know, and it took me about uh, about an hour and a half to walk home from work. So anyway, it, it's one o'clock in the morning, pour in the rain. All the workers say, well, uh, we'll see you later, Mike. And I'm thinking, really? Nobody's even going to offer me a ride home. So in this moment, you know, I'm, I'm pissed off and, uh, I get my, I get my stuff and I just start heading home. So I'm walking it like, like I said, one o'clock in the morning, Pour in the rain, pour in the rain. I, I still got like almost 45 minutes left walking. And then it's, it's just pouring on me. Cars are coming by, cars are coming by. And uh, I remember this feeling right now, uh, which is stuff I don't like to talk about, you know, depression and stuff like that. I don't like to talk about issues that I've had throughout my life and stuff like that. But I, I thought maybe talking about this could actually help other people that have maybe similar issues and stuff like that. But anyway, I remember all the headlights coming through and stuff while I'm walking. Not one person stopped to pick me up. And, you know, excuse me, but I was sitting there and I just screamed up at God. And I was like, fuck you. And I know that some people's going to hate that. But sometimes when you're at this point in your life, when you start realizing that everything in your life is a piece of crap and everything in your life sucks, it just gets to that point where you go beyond this edge where you sit there and say, screw it. I'm sick of this crap. And, you know, during that moment of anger and frustration, and believe me, I have, uh, you know... I don't know your religious aspects or anything like that, but I, I have a relationship with God and stuff like that. But later, you know, I've mended that relationship and, you know, I apologize. And I believe that, you know, during this time, I believe in my opinion in God that he knew that I was just in a moment of anger and frustration with everything that has been going on in my life. So anyway, I'm screaming and I'm like walking down the street and I'm almost at this point where I'm like, I don't give a fuck if I live or die. I was almost at the point of where I was almost wishing a car would hit me. Okay. And I was just thinking of everything going on in my life. I didn't have my own place. I was living with my brother and his family. Uh, I, I, I didn't have a car. I didn't have money. I didn't have 
a relationship. And in fact, I had no way of getting a relationship. My life was so shitty at this time. I was working 18 to 19 hours a day just to have myself doing something because if not, I would stay at home and just sit there and be depressed. So anyway, after this day, the next morning come, I didn't think nothing of it. Uh, some issues came up, and it just, I, I guess it was just layover from the day before. But anyway, I was at this point where I'm like, screw it, and I quit the job. I walked right out on the spot, went to a new job. Now, later on in this story, uh, a few weeks went by. Uh, before that, I had just sort of had almost a breakdown before the incident occurred when I was walking in the rain. And I was talking to some girl and I was just like, wow, I'm at such a horrible point in my life where basically if I ever wanted to find a girl, I would never find one. <laughs> and it was, I was like, nobody wants this pathetic loser who has absolutely nothing going for him. Uh, and it was really just everything was sucking. Everything. So anyway, I went quit the job. I went to a new job. I'm trying to sum the story up to make it go a little bit quickly. But anyway, uh, life just continued going on that not crappy path, so to speak. I was working at another fast food. Well, anyway, then one night, uh, this girl came in uh, with uh, her friend or cousin. And she came in and she's like, hey, how's it going? And it was a, my coworker that uh, worked with me at the other restaurant. And she's like, oh, I just wanted, I heard you was working over here and I just wanted to come check on you and see what's up and see how you're doing. Well, anyway, I'm thinking, whoa, what's up with this? Why did, why did she want to talk to me? You know, I knew the girl and we got along. We was pretty good friends over there. But, you know, it was just like friendship and stuff like that. But anyway, uh, so anyway, I was just like, you know, I was like, oh, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool. Anyway, she had, like gave me her number, and I'm thinking, I'm not calling her. There's no point in calling her, you know, because I'm at this point where I'm feeling like everything in my life sucks. There's no way she likes me or anything like that, and maybe she's got a wrong belief because I'm sitting here with nothing. So I never even call. So then the next, of course, it's the next day, and uh, the previous manager comes out from the other place. I'm walking home. Previous manager comes out. Stops me dead in the tracks on the on the street and said, "Hey, Mike, I need you to come back. I really need your help." And uh, I'm thinking, first, I hate that job. I don't want to come back. But then I thought about the the night before that girl had came and showed interest in me. And I said, "You know what? I'm, I'm probably not going to call her, and she probably has no interest in me." But maybe you know, because she was still working at that job, I quit. So I said, maybe I could go back there. And I just see what happens. Maybe something could happen. So anyway, I wanted to sweeten the deal. So I said, well, I don't know. I'm doing pretty good at this other job. And, you know, he tells me, well, how much are they paying you? And then he's like, of course, I lie and tell how much I'm getting paid. And then he ups the amount that he's going to pay me if I come back. So anyway, I come back. Well, to make a long story short, the lady that came to see me, is now my wife. Okay. This moment that took place in a moment of badness, in a moment of sheer, I hate my life. The moment right after saying, 
F you to God. Uh, the moment of, of feeling like I'm ready to die. The moment where I'm feeling like I'm ready for a car to just hit me and take me out of this miserable world. This happens. Uh, I look back at those at that time and I sit here and I go to I say to myself, that didn't happen on accident. And you see, I believe when you look at your life, you'll start to notice patterns that kindly tell you that some of the stuff, dude, you just can't make it up. I mean, the likelihood of that girl coming, uh, that girl, which ended up being my wife, the likelihood of that of her coming the night before, and then the next day, that manager coming and saying, hey, come back to work with us. And the fact is, if she would have never showed up at the, uh, if she would have never showed up, I would have never, ever went back to that job. So he, if you look at everything in your life, you'll start to see these patterns and start to realize that maybe, just maybe some of this was always meant to be. And that's what leads me to my next discussion, talking about finding what it is you want in your life. And sometimes some things aren't meant to be, okay? One thing that I learned to cope with, with my uh, depression and stuff that, because even after that, I still have depression and I still had issues and stuff like that. Of course, me and my wife, we ended, We of course, me and that girl ended up getting married and then my life started going a lot better. It started feeling a lot better, but it didn't change the fact that I still had these very bad feelings about myself. I felt like I was incomplete, like there's something holding me back that I felt like, you know, I'm a piece of crap, even though I have this wonderful wife. And then, of course, we had a kid. And and even though I'm, I'm having all this luxury and stuff like that, I still felt like, boom, I'm still missing something. And I felt worthless still. Uh, so my point being, what I learned is, of course, during this time, I was also playing a lot of video games. And uh, I, I, some people would always say, well, why do you spend so much time on these video games? And the true purpose was is it took me away from the moment. It took me away from all the thinking, all the negative thoughts, all the depression that I was having. And what I eventually started to learn is as long as I kept busy, I would actually lower the blows, lower the depression. As I was asphyxiating myself with these video games, I started changing what I fixated on. I started coming up with these ideas and there was something about me. I knew I had to do something that was going to be successful and that was one of the biggest things I wanted to do. I wanted to feel accomplished. I wanted to feel like I had purpose and driven. But the biggest problem I've always had was how do I find my purpose? And I think I tried so many things and I tried so many websites and stuff like that. And some, some things just would not work no matter how much I tried. Uh, I don't know how many times I've started up websites and stuff like that and it just didn't pan out and didn't give me anything. Uh, many a times I would look at stuff and I would say, but why is this happening? Or whatever. And I would just find myself in predicaments that was almost like it was, if, if it was a movie, I would expect it. If it wasn't a movie, I would say, how in the hell did this happen? But the one thing I didn't know and I noticed is the more I kept doing different things, even though I was failing, it kept me from being depressed. It kept that depression out of my head. 
But it, but the first moment I quit doing it, and the first moment I quit doing stuff, and I went back and I slowed down and quit doing websites or whatever I'm doing, I learned that the depression would come right back. And so basically, it wasn't that I found the cure to uh, depression or anything for me. It was more on the lines I found a way to cope with it. And uh, in my vision that depression is caused from a, a low self-confidence level, this this utter feeling of maybe it was derived from, you know, when I was younger, maybe, uh, you know, being picked on or maybe being, uh, you know, called names or whatever. Uh, in school, I wasn't very picked. I wasn't picked on. I was more of the lines of if someone ever did pick on me, I would beat them down or whatever like that. Uh, I didn't take much crap. But, you know, of course, when I was home, I remember being young. I, I, I always you know, somewhat had a weight problem throughout my entire life, even when I was young. And I remember my, my father, who was a heavy man, uh, would look at me. Basically, my nickname was Fat Ass. <laughs> so in that retrospect, I always felt like I was lesser in everything that I'd done. So it pushed me to try harder. And I think it also pushed me to want to try to be better than what, uh, than what I am or what I uh, ever thought I would be. And it, it, it drove me to say, I, I'm always, I'm going to find something. I'm going to find it. But I think the biggest thing is what I want to, I want you all to grasp. And even if you're not having depression issues or anything, that you're looking for an answer. You're looking for something, I, I do believe, especially with me. I was always looking for an answer. I wanted to be successful. I wanted to uh, feel complete. I wanted to feel okay with being me. And I think that's what I was always searching for. And, you know, in, in starting Michael Adams Media and stuff like that, I wanted to get out there and get onto the internet and share my knowledge of self-help and stuff that I had learned in my past to help improve other people's lives. And even though I'm doing, like, right now, I'm doing Michael Adams Media and, and all the podcasts and everything that I got going on, I still got other things going on. I've got other websites that I'm working on and other ideas that's in the works that I'm I'm in the process of doing. And what it is is it's just keeping me constantly busy, keeping me constantly moving forward. And that is the key. And I think the true way to find your true purpose or your drive or whatever is, is to basically try everything. Never leave any door unturned. If, if an opportunity comes up, I think you should just jump on it and take it. And if if you fail, move on to the next thing and just shake it off. Maybe learn some lessons from that failure, but shake it off and move on. I, I'm a forward-thinking person, and, I, and, and, and this is for another podcast because I want to keep this... This is already going on 20 minutes, but and normally I don't like to do these so long. But, you know, I didn't do a Wednesday podcast, so anyway, we'll just move on. Uh, but my point being is... We sit there and want something in life, and we don't know what it is. But yet, we—I I remember many a times when I was younger. You know, me and my brother-in-law, we, we used to come up with these ideas for businesses, ideas, and stuff like that. And it'd be like, "Hey, what if, what if we what if we try this?" I'd be like, "No, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it." And and the truth is, it could have been. But in my way of looking at life and predetermination and stuff like that, I don't know if you believe in predetermination, but I do believe stuff happens because it's meant to happen and stuff 
does it because it's not meant to. Uh, so I never look at anything with regret or failure. I don't believe that I can fail. I don't believe that I can be in regret. That doesn't mean that I'm going to enjoy the outcome of what I believe might be predetermined. But I mean, as in for me, for instance, I started at Michael Adams Media because I felt like this passion that I needed to start doing this online and start talking to the world and maybe I could help somebody out. Okay, and I believe in causes and effects. Every every cause has an effect and every effect has a cause. And I, I believe maybe I'm not, maybe with this platform, I'm not meant to hit a million people or maybe I'm not meant to hit 10 people. Maybe I'm meant to hit one person. And if that one person turns around and I impact that one person and then that one person turns around and impacts millions, maybe that's what this was all about. The key point is, you can't live your life thinking that uh, everything you do is meant for you. Sometimes the stuff that we do had a purpose to get me onto this microphone talking to someone else. And maybe my goal in this whole this whole thing of Michael Adams Media and everything that I do is to talk to you. Maybe it's to open your eyes and open your mind and you are the one that's supposed to step up amongst the amongst the world and make a big powerful impact in it. Okay, the biggest problem that so many people uh, hold dear to themselves is that it's about you. And I think for the most most part in my life, I sit there thinking everything that I was doing was about me, not really not realizing that the cause and effect could be for some other purpose. And I follow my path and I, I look for signs and stuff to show me the right proper path. Where am I? Am I going to be successful over here? Am I going to be successful over here? Where is this going to lead? But I started to change my mind in thinking and the way I do it. That doesn't mean that it doesn't, when you are somebody like me who, who does have depression, it doesn't mean that when failure happens, you don't just go, Puh, who cares? You know? The only difference between me and maybe someone else is I know exactly how to cope with it. I don't sit there and dwell in it. Uh, if I was to, let's say, Michael Adams Media is very not, is is uh, progressed far as long, you know, hitting the audience that I wish I could hit. It's not progressed as fast as I thought it would or wish it would. But if I was to say I was going to, turn it off tomorrow and say I'm done with it all uh some people would call that a failure and they would just sit back and they would sit down and say what's next and then for me if I done something like that that would be when my uh when my whole uh depression would totally kick in and the differences between the old me and the new me is I know that wouldn't happen because if this failed, I would be on to the next task right off rip. I would not sit there and dwell in it. I would just say, screw that, move on, lesson learned, figure something else out. Okay, because uh, to me, I believe that everything in your life is meant to progress you, to make you a better person. If you not, honestly, 
You wouldn't recognize me. I'm 34 now. You wouldn't recognize me when I was 20. You wouldn't think it was the same guy. You wouldn't recognize me when I was 15. You wouldn't think the 15-year-old was the same guy as the 20-year-old or the 20-year-old's the same guy as the 34-year-old. <clears throat> and, and, and that's because I strive on that. I've always strived on everything that I do is to improve myself. Uh, maybe I'm not uh, going to ever be at this high level where I'm going to be the you know, everybody's guru of, of self-help or improving people's lives to the max or Tony Robbins style potential. But I do believe that I have been put in front of this microphone for a reason and I am to reach something. I am to do something, whether it be for me or whether it be for you. Either way, I, I believe, as I said, I believe in predetermination and I believe that everything happens for a reason. So if you are listening and this was my purpose to be in front of you, then congratulations. I've done my part. Now do yours. Uh, but maybe this podcast was not meant. Maybe this was not the one. Maybe it was. I don't know. See, the biggest thing about the whole predetermination in in w what's the purpose of this is we'll never know most of the time you never know until 10 years down the road when the incident happened with m my wife uh, meeting me at Arby's I never thought about it even when we got married or even when we was dating I never did think much about it it, it wasn't until about probably six seven years into the marriage that I started going wow that was just weird uh, the situation that went down and how that ended up going on. And uh, it, it goes for the same thing with me once I started doing life coaching and stuff like that. Uh, I, in, in fact, no way, shape, form, or fashion ever thought about getting uh, into helping people with coping. And, you know, one of my biggest things that I like to work with is restarting restarting your life and, 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 and overcoming a past. And uh, I never... I had a passion for always wanting to help people. I didn't. I don't like people being down around me, and uh, I never knew that I was ever going to get up in front of people and start uh, trying to improve people's lives or something like that. I never thought of that, but I always did believe that I was going to have a leadership role, that I was going to do something that I was going to improve the world, or at least I should get up in front of the world and improve it. Uh, all because I believe that a lot of the thinking and stuff in the world is backwards and wrong. And uh, that was the main reason uh, that it felt so right to start up Michael Adams Media and actually start getting it online and stuff like that. That's even like for me, getting on the videos and stuff that I do. I uh, uh, Somebody like me who has depression and stuff like that, that's probably like the worst place in the world that you want to be You know, getting online and getting on videos and stuff like that. It's probably the worst thing in the world for somebody with depression. Because, uh, you know, with the internet and stuff being bad, uh, and, 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 you know, I have not fully been healed from depression or nothing like that. And these issues do arise. I, I remember recently somebody on Twitter uh, went to my website and I write all the articles and stuff like that. And someone had went to my website and uh, I, I understand you're going to have to deal with criticism when you're doing it on the global war world wide web. But. You know, somebody like me who has depression and stuff like that, uh, this stuff affects us a little bit more than maybe somebody else. Uh, well, in, anyway, from my my opinion, uh, you know, this guy looks at me and he's like, yo, I looked at your stuff and your stuff, 
I like your stuff, but, you know, your grammar sucks. And I'm thinking, yeah, but what about the stuff, <laughs> you know? And, uh, you know, he was like, yeah, if you ever want anybody to take your stuff online seriously, you better start writing with better grammar. <laughs> well, the first first thing I thought of was, thank you for cri the criti criticism that isn't very constructive. Because in my view on, on that uh, criticism, I sort of looked at it like this. Uh, well, what am I supposed to do? Go back to English class? So uh, my point being is, uh, everything I started on Michael Adams Media, I started because I wanted to do it all myself. I mean, I didn't want to go out and hire an editor. I wanted to be as genuine as I could be. And I understand, like, on the internet and stuff like that, that that's uh, a pet peeve of some people is to sit there and have perfect grammar and stuff like that. But that's also, as I said before, this is why I like being on video or on these podcasts is because – I can talk to you. You guys can understand it without having to worry about critiquing my uh, vocabulary and stuff like that. Because not too many people, uh, when you're on a, a podcast or something like that, sits there and goes, you know, I like your message, but that word you used was used in the wrong context. So, I mean, that that to me, that's a really good re thing about that. But, you know, it's like I said, you're going to always have criticism when it comes to almost anything, but especially when you're doing the Internet. And the biggest thing is I listen to any criticism that people give me on my platform and stuff like that. And I, I try to use that information to say, well, how much is getting out to these people? What are they comprehending? Are they getting past the grammar? And if I can improve my grammar just a tad bit more, then maybe it uh, doesn't become as much issue as other things. So anyway, this was just a big... I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the podcast because we're hitting on 30 minutes. And this podcast was just a big old mesh of talking about depression, talking about, you know, everything happens for a reason, and uh, talking about finding your purpose. And the key to finding, you know, what your purpose is, is I believe the key is to just try things, is to simply go out there and do it. And if you fail, you fail. And in retrospect, I don't believe that you can fail because if I believe in predetermination, I believe that everything happens for a reason. Now, you may not believe that way, but if I say I went out and tried Michael Adams Media and I only got like 10 people that followed me and nobody cared about what I was saying or nobody was even hearing it, uh, then I would sit there and say, okay. But the, but the thing is, it had a purpose. It put me in a different place than I would have been if I would have never done Michael Adams Media. The same thing goes for anything I've ever done in the past or anything that I'm currently doing. Because as like I said, Michael Adams Media is not all that I got going on. So point being is you can't fail if it always puts you a step further. What is a step further? I believe every time you're growing, you are constantly moving a step forward in the right direction because predetermination cannot be defied or defi defeated. You will get to the point you need to be in. So therefore we are always moving forward and never moving back. And that's even if predetermination wasn't uh, a belief in my system, uh, if I believed it's all 100% my vision, my control, then I would still think the same way.
as long as I'm moving forward, I could care less. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap that up. I want to thank every single one of you all for listening to Anchor.fm, iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening to me at. Uh, I will be back here Monday with a brand new topic and a brand new discussion. I hope this podcast wasn't too long for you. I know I normally do these about 10 minutes, but like I said, Wednesday, I did not do a video podcast on YouTube, so I thought I would make this a little bit more and you know, frankly, I, I I really get sick of getting on these podcasts and trying to censor myself to a point of going, okay, you can only have 10 minutes. I just want to flow. I want to talk to you guys. I want you guys to enjoy me, and I also want to uh, teach you something. I want you to get some knowledge from me. So anyway, I hope this message resonated with you guys. And I am, and once again on the depression, I am not a doctor. I, I do not have a degree in understanding a depression. I just simply have stated what has helped me, what what works for me, and my interpretation of my own issues in de- of depression. So if you do ever have any, any problems, you can always go seek help, therapy, or something like that. But hopefully being able to talk to someone, I believe that's one of the best things in the world, best medicine for it is to have somebody who understands you and can cope with you. And I believe that's one of the best medicines. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Like I said, I will see you again Monday. I am out of here. See you guys.